Hey, welcome back to the Out of Office podcast. I am Fiona Thomas, your host, and I am sunburned. <laughs> I've got sunburned sitting out in the garden, so I am feeling a bit tingly and a bit hot under the collar, but obviously that will not affect the quality of today's episode. Um, before we get started, I thought I would just give you a quick reminder that if you're listening to this in real time, the day that it's uploaded, then next Thursday there are still tickets available to my online workshop which is called Journaling for Creative Writers and it's in collaboration with Helen Redfern who is an amazing writer, creative person and we are doing a two hour workshop splitting it between the two of us and it's all about how to use journaling to kind of come up with good ideas and how to tap into your kind of inner creative writing voice through journaling but not just I guess like how to get away from the idea of just leaving it in the journal so we want you to go back through your journals and use all the delicious goodness that you write about and turn it into content so it could be turn it into Instagram captions excuse me turning it into blog posts turning it into sales pages that's what I've done before um or turn it into like maybe an idea for a book or an ebook or a poem or whatever yeah I'm just really excited about it and hope hope that you can come along so the link will be in the show notes if you want to grab a ticket but I wanted to talk today about a topic that comes up a lot in the world of freelancing a topic that if you got me on any given day I could have a different opinion on the subject because it's such a nuanced subject and that is the topic of working for free. Now according to Ipsy, half of all freelancers have reported being asked to work for free and 43% of freelancers have completed jobs for no pay and there's an ongoing joke in the world of freelancing that you can't pay your bills with exposure which is what many companies claim that you'll get when you work for free. But the thing is you might get a little bit of traction when you work for free, you might get a little bit of exposure, but there's no guarantee really that that will lead to paid work. In fact, the company you've just provided the service for might actually, I hate to say it, lose a bit of respect for you because you've given away your work for free. That's just one way to look at it. In my book, Out of Office, I interviewed digital marketing coach Alice Benham because I know that she had some interesting thoughts about this and we spoke spoke about the idea of putting value on the work that you offer and how a monetary value can have a direct impact on the quality of your work. Now here's a quote from Alice. She says, From my point of view, any clients who have paid full price have a better attitude. All of my bad clients have been ones who have got it for discounted or for free. I think it says a lot about someone's attitude when they're willing to pay for a service. I have such a better relationship with every single one of my clients because I know that they are paying a price that I genuinely know is fair for what my time is worth and the value that they're getting. And I have also experienced the the horror of, you know, deciding to work for free for a client for whatever reason. Um, and then they expect you to bend over backwards, sometimes being out of pocket in order to achieve the end result. So I guess my advice would be that if you choose to work for free, make sure that you are getting something out of it, even if it's not money. If 
that makes sense. And I do think that working for free is a personal choice, but it's also a privilege. It's something that I did a lot in the early days. I did work for free um, because I did think, oh, that'll be good exposure. And, you know, sometimes it turned out to be good. Sometimes it turned out to be not really that helpful at all. But I am someone who had a stable income at that point. I was working in another job, so I had that stable income and I knew that I could work for free and it w- I wouldn't be out of pocket. Um, yeah, it just, I wasn't relying on freelancing as my bread and butter, but now I am. So, yeah, I just think it's, it can be, and the argument a lot of people make is that it's bad for other freelancers. If you work for free, then it devalues all the paid work that every other freelancer does. So, it's a personal choice, it's a privilege, and it can perpetuate this idea that a freelancer's time is less valuable than an employee's. And I, I still get it a lot. I get people asking me to come and speak for free, to do events for free, to write for free. So just because <laughs> I've been doing it for a long time now, like as in I've been a freelancer for a long time now, I think that expectation and that kind of, <laughs> that kind of like brash, like, no fucks given approach that people have when they ask people to work for free still exists Uh, and I hear lots of like authors and business owners being asked to do stuff for free when they're at the top of their game so I think that um, that expectation of working for free never really goes away Um, so it's always up to you to decide if you're going to do it and to set clear boundaries on how much free work you'll do if any. So is there any value in ever working for free? That's the question. I would say ask yourself what it is that you are going to get out of it. If someone approaches you to do something and they say they can't pay you, there might be genuinely some benefit to you even though there's not going to be a financial benefit. So you could get exposure to a new audience So it could be that you go on a panel somewhere and you get to talk to an audience that's much, much bigger than your existing audience and you get to talk about something that is really close to your heart or something that you know will attract people to then maybe book on and get work from you. That's something that I did a lot when I was promoting out of office. I, it was, it was kind of a part of my marketing strategy basically was that I wanted to go into online communities um, of entrepreneurs, bloggers, um, side hustlers and I just wanted to share knowledge with those people and I did it for free because I wanted people to know about my book and then go and buy my book. So although it was technically working for free, I felt like I was getting something out of it, that I was getting access to an audience of um, people who were I knew for a fact would be interested in my book so that was valuable to me even though I wasn't getting paid. It could be that you are raising your profile via traditional media so it could be writing for free for a really well-known website or a magazine or a publication or you know even appearing as a guest on a podcast when you think about it that's working for free especially if you 
go on a, a podcast where they've got big numbers and they're monetizing their podcast and they're getting ad money for you appearing on an episode. Technically, if you want to <laughs> be um, pernickety about it, then that is working for free, but you are going to get, expo- that is an inverted commas, exposure and it might be the kind of exposure that is valuable to you. Um, it could also be that you are building valuable connections with brands or with people. So again, maybe it could be that you are a photographer and you are you're going to offer one slot a month to somebody who you really admire. It could be that you actually just really want to photograph this person and you really you know admire their business or you um, admire their mission. They could be an activist or they could be. Um, I don't know, a digital marketer and you want to pick their brain about something, there could be um, a valuable connection there. And I know um, that I have done work for people for free and then they've turned into paying clients. So it can be of value in the long term. You just It's up to you whether you want to take that risk. <laughs> Um, another reason that there could be value in you working free for free is that it could be that you're doing something that you're not an expert in yet. I listened to a recent episode of the um, of Emma Gannon's Control Alt Delete podcast, and she had a photographer on, and he was talking about how in lockdown, um, he his his main business kind of took a hit and he decided to put all his eggs into his photography basket and he dedicated a lot of time to doing free work because he felt like he he wanted to get build up that practice and he wanted to get more experience so if you feel like you're still learning at something perhaps doing some free work is actually a really good way for you to get experience and you don't feel that dreaded pressure of like oh my god this has to be really good because the person's paying for it even though I know I'm maybe not like as qualified at this as I would like to be so doing stuff for free can actually be a really good way to build up your confidence I definitely found that with public speaking in the beginning um I wanted to get good at public speaking and I wanted to be I wanted to get booked for more gigs but I kind of it was like that chicken and egg like <laughs> I have to be seen to be speaking before people will pay me to do it so I did quite a few jobs in the beginning that were free because I felt like well they're not and this speaks to what we we're talking about earlier as to how much value um, people place on things that aren't paid for fully and because I was doing it for free I felt like okay well it doesn't really matter too much if I mess up because I am doing them a favour and they were doing me a favour so I can just go along and I can try my best um, and ease myself into this whole new world of being a public speaker and that was really beneficial to me. Another reason that um, working for free might be valuable to you is that you could add it to your portfolio. So like I was saying about if you're a photographer building up your catalogue of okay I have photographed portraits, I've done landscapes, I've done families, I've done kids, I've done weddings, like maybe you want to have a wide array of different settings to show that you, the scope of your work and it can help build up your portfolio. Um, For me, I wrote a lot for free in the beginning for as many websites as I could, especially ones that um, A, were recognisable names and B, were in line with my um, kind of my writing niche so I wrote for 
heads together in the beginning because they were a charity, they sell our charity. I wrote for them for free. I think I wrote two um, blog posts for them and that was really, really good for me in the beginning because it really positioned me as a kind of go-to mental health writer. It was great for me to be associated with that brand and also with uh, the charity Mind. They approached me to write on their blog and I wrote one blog post for them as well and again, really good for me to be able to have that name um, that brand affiliated with with me so you might be able to add it to your portfolio if there's some free work out there or you're being offered free work or even in the beginning like you might actually actively seek out free work and dole it out to people for the first few months just so that you can have all that kind of proof um, to show future clients you can be like hey here's the work I did for this small business or this brand here's the testimonial, blah, 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 shows that you have already got lots of work under your belt, which could be really helpful in the beginning. So when is it not okay to work for free? Again, this is down to your personal choice, but a few of the things that I like to bear in mind um, is if it's a big project and someone approaches you to work for free and you find out that other people are doing this are doing the same work as you and they are getting paid (laughs) I would question well if you can afford to pay them why can you not afford to pay me if it's to do with different levels of experience then I guess maybe that might be considered okay but again it's up to you to decide whether you think that's fair um I certainly wouldn't be picking up free work if I already had a really full schedule. If free work is starting to push you into burnout, exhaustion, feeling really overworked, then that is not the time to be taking free work on. Definitely not. Again, if you're doing work for another client, or sorry, uh, doing free work for a client, but you feel like you're doing all the work and that they're getting all the benefit, is it really a fair exchange of services if they don't bring anything to the table or if you're not getting any benefit out of it like so if you're a writer and you're writing for this really small website and they're not linking back to your website and they're not going to even mention your name and it's not a brand that you particularly want to be affiliated with are they just getting free content out of you (laughs) you know figure out a way and don't be scared to bring that up in the conversation because what have you got to lose if they're offering, not offering you any money, then you might as well go into the discussion and say, okay, I will do it, but can I have these things in exchange? Can I have a link to my website? Can um, you link to my book? All this, that's the stuff I would ask for. Definitely worth thinking about. Um, another time that you maybe wouldn't want to work for free is if when your books are already paid, um, sorry, when your books are already full of paid work. So if you're so busy and people are on a waiting list to work with you and they're bending over backwards to try and pay you, like <laughs> people are screaming, take my money. Um, why, why would you take unpaid work at that time? Unless, again, it's something that you think, oh my God, that's really going to raise my profile. It's going to connect me with these people that I really want to work with. You know, maybe that's not the time to be taking on paid work. But again, I can't make these decisions for you. Um, it is a very personal decision. Um, Yeah, question. Is the client actually just using you to get free content and free services? 
Um, and is it, you know, can you tell from their social media that actually I think they've got the budget, they're outsourcing to other freelancers, but for some reason they just don't value the work that I do? I think that might be a time to say, is there actually any money here? And bear in mind, when someone approaches you to work for free and they just kind of skirt around the issue of money, or they don't explicitly say, oh, we can't pay you, always go back and ask them, is there any budget here? Because you never know. Sometimes they will say, actually, they're, sometimes they're just waiting for you to ask. It's not right. <laughs> but that is a lot of the time what businesses will do. They'll wait until you ask to be paid. So you might as well ask. And then sometimes they will magically pull out of thin air a budget for travel expenses, a budget... Um, a small budget to pay so always ask and another time that you don't well another thing to bear in mind is that when you start working for free and um, be clear about what it is that you're going to deliver and um, because sometimes uh, a client will start to take advantage sorry if you can hear drills in the background um <laughs> oh god living on a building site is just not the one okay so I'm going to end with some tips that I think will help you decide if you want to work for free. First of all, make sure that the scope of the work is clear for all your clients. And now this is something to bear in mind for paid clients and unpaid clients. So first of all, with your paying clients, they can trick you into working for free as well, even if you don't realise it. You know, you might have signed up to do oh, I'll write a blog post for them. I know that that will take me a day, so I'll charge this much. And then before you know it, they've come back to you saying, oh, actually, can you make these edits? Oh, actually, can you source me some images? Oh, actually, can you add in some links? Oh, actually, could you just upload it to my website and add the meta descriptions, blah, blah, blah. So be really detailed in your scope of work, um, which should go along with your contract you can put it in there saying like this is the detail of the work that I will um, do and these are the things that are included and be specific like those things say be clear you know I will write the blog post it will be supplied to you in a word document um, any other extra services for example uploading to your website as a meta descriptions will incur an extra fee just be clear about that um, it doesn't I know when, when I'm saying it in conversation, it can sound like you're being kind of fickle, but that's what contracts are for. And it just means that it's clear. Um, and if people want to ask you to do extra, they they know that there's going to be a charging card. So it just kind of puts that, makes those boundaries kind of clear from the beginning. Same with if you do take on free work, make sure you get get it in writing. What, sorry, what is it you actually want me to do and what will be expected of me so that the last minute they're not kind of saying oh by the way I know we said we just wanted you to speak on this panel but could you actually um come half an hour early and help set up the <laughs> chairs and tables god I hope nobody would ask you to do that but you never know so just make sure it's clear and you get it in writing what it is they actually want another tip would be if you get an offer to work for free don't say yes straight away just let it sit with you. I've actually had an offer to work for free over the summer to do like a, a couple of hours work and it's in my inbox and I'm just I'm just not replying straight away because I want to sit and think about it and mull over what actually has to be done. I want to look at my diary to make sure the day that it's um, happening, what's the rest of my week look like, am I going to be you know required to do other work throughout the week, is it perfectly timed for me, all that kind of thing. 
So don't say yes straight away, have a think about it and make sure that it is definitely the right thing for you. Be aware that working for free might devalue your services to that particular client in the future. I always remember my friend Kirsty Hulse saying that um, the problem with working for free is that when you work for free for what that person, you will find, she says, you will find it difficult to get that particular person to then pay again for your work because you've already had it for free. So just something to bear in mind. Not saying it will devalue your work for everyone else, but for that particular person, it might be tricky. They might always be expecting a discounted rate or, or a free a free job from you. Um, set your rates with intention. If you want tips on setting rates, I will leave a link to an IGTV video that I have done about setting your rates. There's also two chapters in the Out of Office book. One is called Getting Paid, so that's like setting your rates, sending invoices, all that kind of thing. And then there's also a chapter on managing your money. So I would flick straight to those chapters to get as much as many tips as possible. But yes, yeah, set your rates with bearing in mind that free work, if you want to do it, might be an option. So make sure that you are paid enough for the, the paid work that you do do. Um, so that when free unpaid work comes up, you're not worrying about money. Like you've got money in the bank, you've got these two or three clients that pay you X amount and you know, I'm just like, you know what? I've actually got enough money to pay my bills this month. I've been offered this bit of unpaid work. It actually sounds fun. It sounds like I'll learn something. It sounds like I will get to meet some interesting people. Do you know what? I'm going to do it and I'm just going to go and enjoy it. So I think linking it back to your overall kind of big picture business strategy and your income can be a really helpful way to kind of help you decide whether you think doing free work is going to a give you the things that you need kind of career wise and satisfaction wise and actually just whether you can afford to do it. So that is today's episode, a bit of a short one but I feel like I've crammed a lot in. I'd love to know your opinions on working for free. I hope that I have done the topic justice and kind of explained how nuanced it can be and how sometimes it can be good, sometimes it can be bad. Like it's not necessarily black and white. I think it is quite a complicated topic. I'd love to know your opinions. If you like this episode, don't forget to share it on social media and tag me and come and find me in DMs and we can carry on the conversation. And of course, if you want to learn more about getting paid for your work and building your freelance business, definitely pick up my book, Out of Office. It's available on Amazon, all good bookstores. It's on ebook and it's also available on Audible too, if you like to listen to audiobooks. And here comes the building site coming to life. just as I end the podcast. On that note, I'll see you in the next episode. Thanks for listening. Bye.